Hello everybody, welcome back to Be Your Own Hero podcast and today is our episode 14. So today we're going to be talking about Yoni in Distress. This is a program that me and my beautiful partner were doing. She's an amazing business partner anyway. And um, this is something that most I wouldn't just say even for just women, but also men, it does happen to them. So I would say, but women more, they go through sexual abuse, either when we're young or sexual distress or sexually, um, something happened to them. And, and usually it can be very, people who are surrounded, very near circle to where the child or the person that it happened to. Now, I want to be able to help the community, but also to bring out that I was affected too. And so I know, and I got history about that. Now, for me, I want to give the community, but also I want to share my story to empower other women to come forward and to really take responsibility in a way that they need to say it. It did happen. They need to acknowledge it and not be in denial and uh, not feeling that they did that to themselves or it was their fault or feeling that why couldn't I do anything about it at the time? And if it's something that has happened to you right now, then maybe it's time for you to say it actually is happening to me right now. And I don't like it and I don't want to do this. And I have a choice. So it can be in any situation or it, it can be that it happened to you before. Now, a lot of people that it can be in different ages as well. So this is something that can varies. Now, I would like to talk about my, um, my story. And for me, I don't remember exact age. I just remember I was less than 10. I was younger than that. And so for me, it was really... It's kind of like weird. It just feels something is wrong. It doesn't... Um, and I couldn't... Um, at the time, I don't know why or I don't know... You know... Maybe I do. So anyway, <laughs> let's start. So I remember my um, grandma, when I used to live in Kenya, my grandma used to send me to, to our neighbors... Um, because uh, our neighbor, the, um, there's a lady who sold my clothes and uh, she would um, need to, you know, uh, what you call it, um, measure me and she'll need this or she'll love to go in and try the dress if it uh, fits or not, or if it needs adjustments. So I used to hate going in that place because I know and I, I know that something bad will happen or also... I I get to the door <clears throat> and I remember standing 
where the door is and praying that when I knock this door, the person who does these things to me that I don't like will not open the door. So the person who's in the building, um, it was, um, he lives with his mom and with his uh, wife. He was way older than me and he was, he knew exactly what he was doing. Now, but because the, the ties that they had with my family, it was so close that it scared me to even say anything to my grandma or to tell anybody because um, his sister is a friend of my auntie's and they we actually living in their house uh, in their um, so we are renting from them and so everything is so complicated now i'm standing there as a young girl and praying to god to say please 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 don't let this man open the door in some days it's like god listens to me and i'm so happy and the wife or, or the um, the what you call it uh, the house girl will open the door and I will go straight upstairs I'll be like okay can I talk to the lady and um, she can do my dress and things like that and I'll quick go out before if the person is still in, is in the house or not I will just run out of them and gone I don't stay too long and it kept happening but um, so for me I used to have my kind of like group or gang, a little, you know, <laughs> my friends, my girls' friends. And so we're similar age. And I used to tell them about it. I used to draw pictures of his, you know, and I used to say to, him, to them that don't go into that house. Okay, he will do this to you. He will do that to you. I'm a very visual person, as you can notice right now, that I love to draw and I would be like, touch me there and I will physically say he touched me there he did this to me now uh, I got caught when I was touching a girl and I was like showing her but and one of my I don't know uncle or somebody saw me and they thought I was you know I was touching that girl in the wrong place and I got in big trouble but I was so shaken. I was like, no, it's not me. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't do, I didn't want. <laughs> so it, it was like the whole thing just would turn around to be my fault. And I was like, what? And I didn't have a voice because nobody was listening to me. So anyway, and uh, from that time, because I was living with my grandma, I wasn't living with my parents at the time. So my uncles and everything and everyone started thinking that, oh, she's misbehaving. She's, um, you know, she, this is not, you know, this is not good and this and that. So I got like bad reputation within my own family. But I kept my head you know, held high and do what I need to do. But I felt not wanted. I felt, I felt abandoned kind of. And I felt really like nobody gives a shit about me. Sorry guys for the language. And I didn't like that, you know. But my grandma, she loved me. She really does love me. And she would say, but it's like deep down inside me, I'm like, mm, 
I don't I don't believe you. So I stayed with her until the age of 12. And at the age of 12, I was still kind of naughty in a way that um, we're not supposed to learn bicycles. You know, girls, you're supposed to, you know, virginity can come out, as they say, when you ride a bicycle. They don't come. Nah, this is, <laughs> don't call me. <laughs> I was just, I had that. And I was learning bicycle with this boy. And so I got more trouble. <laughs> and, um, but because of the history, so they were just like, oh, oh this girl is getting too too overwhelming for the grandma maybe you know it's no good idea so it's better for her to be moved to go to another country and that's what they think is the way to go forward rather than really investigate or even talk to the child and try to understand what is really going on now my dad died when I was when I was nine years old so I can understand you know that my dad's not there my mom she was already kind of like shipped after my dad died with my sisters and brothers so I had no one kind of so I didn't I didn't have anyone to fight my corner or to even listen to me or to to come to me the only person I would say and my dearest is my grandma but even that, she felt, you know, her hands were tied and she couldn't, she couldn't fight for me. Because the day she came to me, she said to me, would you like to go to Zanzibar? And I was just like, no, I didn't say it. But inside of me, everything is like, no, I don't like going to Zanzibar. Zanzibar is not my, it's not my country, kind of, you know, it's not, I'm not saying it's not my country, but it's not the place that I want to be. And but I couldn't say it. And in Africa, the way they put it, if you don't say it, that means yes. <laughs> so I, and I I didn't know. She didn't tell me that it was for life. I thought I was just going for holiday. And when I went there, and I was shipped out, <laughs> this twelve-year-old haven't. Um, I haven't become a woman yet, so I don't have my period yet. I don't even have breasts. I don't have anything. I was just, you know, a flat-chested tomboy <laughs> by myself going to Zanzibar. And when I got there, I haven't seen my mom since my dad died. And I had someone calling me, and it was my mom, you know. And I was just like, wow, this is my mom. Oh, my gosh, she's so beautiful. <laughs> and... I started knowing my mom, but the life wasn't that great for her. And and I was just like, months have gone by. I'm like, where's my grandma? Where's my grandma going to take me back? What's happening? And I felt abundant again. I felt, I felt like, why she left me? You know, she didn't even say goodbye. That's just bad. Why is this keep happening to me? I, I felt like that when I was young. Now... A lot of people, they would say, you know, they would put themselves when they grow up, they will not trust people and things like that. But for me, I just have to adapt. Now, I only stayed in Zanzibar for four years and then I got arranged marriage and I came to this country in London. Now, even that, you know, it's really hard because then you become... And you're like, okay, I have to be honest with my husband, you know, uh, because we're going to be doing sexual things, yeah. And how I'm going to be able to, you know, talk to... Uh, and I did, eventually, I did tell him. But for him, it was just like, oh, okay, so, 
And I felt, oh, excuse me, I'm telling you something so important here. But because it didn't matter to him so much, but it didn't matter to me. And I was like, okay then, <laughs> forgive it, you know. But actually, it did affect me sexually because I didn't take it sex as, you know, something unique, something beautiful, something amazing, something that you can enjoy. I just didn't want to hear it. I didn't want to see it. I felt sick. It makes me angry. I just don't want to. I, di- I just didn't like it. Now, for me, thank God, my, my, my husband at the time, it wasn't, you know, he wasn't that <laughs> great into it anyway, but that's, it was, so it was just like, okay, <laughs> this is it. <laughs> I don't like this. Now, after years and starting to really understand of what can affect a woman or what that happened to me before, it really kind of like, it does matter. And it did happen. It did. But at the same time, it's not going to take my life or it's not going to make my life any difference. Because I am the creator of my life. I am here to make my life better and to change and to do whatever I need to do. Because this person is already out of my life. He's not really stopping me to become who I want to be. Now, I'm standing in front of myself and I say to myself, no one else can stop me in this life, only I. Now, I do this, I help women and I support communities because I believe that we can stand together and do some remarkable things. So, I am doing this... um, program the course is going to be for March March the 10th and that's when it starts and it's for four weeks uh, for once every month if you're interested send a message and I will contact you I'll put it down for you I'll put it also the information and everything but this is happening to a lot of women and women needs to stand up to it really and not let it take over their life because this is not it's the shouldn't let that happen anyway thank you very much for listening to me and i just want to say i love you and i care about you and i know you've gone through so much in this life but it's not over yet my darling there's still time to conquer it every piece of it so let's do it together you're not alone you're never alone okay things matters and things happen it happened yes it happened it happened okay you still exist you can make that to turn it around the way you want it remember take care people bye-bye